What's up, 1559 probably presents The Rundown, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, the official, unofficial podcast of VH1's Love & Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? I am great. How about yourself? I'm fine. <laughs> you don't know the amount of energy I have right now, all because I get to like sit in and do nothing on a Tuesday. It's great. <sighs> Mm, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, it, when you hit me up to do this, we were recording on a Tuesday instead of Monday night. I was like, all right, I guess I'll get a nap in. <laughs> so I, I listen. <laughs> I was like, but then you hit me up like, I, psh, I can get this done. And then, good for you guys. Up. You can guys can have an episode that goes up on a Tuesday. We're getting closer. Well, no, you, up usually Tuesday. Tuesday. Is the day? I'm gonna say, say Tuesday is normally the day before. Yeah, COVID and stuff, unless right? yeah. yeah, unless it's like. But sometimes I did. I was able to get them out on Monday nights. But man, I be I be sleep. I be like when we get back to those regular schedules. So we're two episodes in. This one was called Good Trouble. How how do you feel? Is it? <laughs> go ahead. How do you feel? Um, I feel like I'm struggling. Not struggling. I don't want to say that. Um, it's it's episode two. We'll just say that it's. We're getting somewhere, I guess. Episode two, we got to start somewhere. It felt like to me that we were just, re- you know, I feel like they were trying to sell us like this is going to be a new and approved. And I the feel only no- that they were doing that on the little promo thing. Like, oh, what was the promo before the season started? The little into the oh, A yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like they was preparing us to be like, this is not going to be your normal episode of Love, like your normal season. We are going to dig deeper and reach more problems and blah, 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 blah. And I feel like that's what they were already leading us to believe that this season was about to be about. Yeah, and I think that so far the only thing that's different is we don't have a love triangle yet. I feel like we think they're ready to give us one, but uh, that's the I only difference. I feel like that's what they're trying to get away from. I feel like they're tr- here's the crazy thing to me. I feel like there's no more. I don't want to say love. I feel like it's two sides to this show now, right? So you have like the veterans. We know their stories. We've been invested. We've watched them for 10 years, nine years. And then we have the new people who are focusing more on the hip hop portion of. And there's no like, I mean, so far, I think next week in a trailer, we get to meet um, Shorty's boy that she talking to. I don't know these babies' names. Oh, Guap Dad 4000. I know who Why he is. Why that's his name? I don't Why know. Why are they names like sentences nowadays? Their names is basically passwords. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, yo, what's the password? Guap Dad 4000. All right, bet. How you spell that? <laughs> How you spell that? Your handle on Twitter and shit. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know. They don't seem like rap names anymore. But anywho, that was off, off topic. I just feel like it's not about love and hip hop. I think they're oh, thinking like yeah. we're stepping away from that because normally it comes off as ratchet. But you're right. Before uh, you're right, bringing up Guap Dad. When we get the next time on, it's saying like, "Yo, they go out, they have their little beach date, and then like there's some other woman involved that he's having." Play- I'm like, wait, why do we? All right, let's get into this, man. Um, Kirk and Rashida problems. Carter is being homeschooled. Yo, I love I love the fact that kids have no concept of time. He's like, I've been waiting three years. I'm like, have you even been on Earth for three years? What's going on here, bro? Seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, seven, seven minutes. minutes. <laughs> and the fact, this is the funniest part. They have this really in-depth conversation while little man's is trying to study. They're all like, yo, plus these kids are fucking up our business. I'm like, yo, little man is over here trying to figure out his, his colors and his bath. And y'all Listen, <laughs> let me tell you what Kirk and Rashida problem is. I can tell you that right now. 
You got all family working for you. The, Fire the, all they asses. I don't understand why they did this. All right, guys. So here's a all couple of their asses got to go. Before we even get to that part, so Bistro, Frost Bistro was closed for four, four and a half months. I want to know why. Like, I understand. I don't know why either. Yeah, I understand COVID hit. But so many, yo, you live in city in Chicago. I'm in this metro, this little west suburb. These businesses were so quick to be like, yo, come pick this shit up. So it was like, wait, you could, why couldn't, I want to understand. Maybe there's a legitimate reason why they couldn't do that turnaround. Maybe they didn't want to get in bed with Uber Eats or DoorDash or something like that. Right. But still. Or even if. Mm, it could have been carry out though. You could have just came through and picked it up. could have did. I was, yeah. Like, I feel like maybe for the first week or two or three, you were probably yeah, like, what and shall and I months. do? Because I know for Candy, I believe, because they had opened like right before COVID, I think. Yeah, this, the and they restaurant, weren't yeah. prepared for the Uber Eats and stuff like that. So I don't know what the process is to get your, your company to be on that, you know, to be a part of that. So I'm like, I can understand if it took a week or two maybe to get situated. But after that, it wasn't nobody doing anything but eating any of them like, <laughs> in the house. Like, that's what you did. That's why everybody came waiting for quarantine. Yeah, and I'm saying they could look, look good. They carry out. Then, 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 so we get to when they reopen. There's drama, and when Rashida is going down this list of the quote unquote jobs that her family has, she started with Kai. He's like a manager. What is like a manager? Is he a manager or not? Because when y'all when they do this this scene where they show them working, fam got on a hoodie, a t shirt, and jeans, greeting people. I'm like, he don't look like he worked there. My, you know, forget professionals like he just don't even look like he works there Kelsey is a bartender and Kirk is a Kirk Jr. is a floater what does that mean he served sometimes he barked and then they got their little girlfriends why it's, it's, why? Almost, it's almost as if they don't even like you be like did they right. meet their girlfriend at the work were they working yeah. there before they became the girlfriend yeah that's what I like first of all you should have told them don't be messing with none of these people up here Absolutely. and second of all we not finna hire your little girlfriend cause we don't know how long your relationship long gonna, be, gonna be together listen so uh, Sierra it was it didn't even make sense that's your problem right there yeah Sierra's Kirk Jr.'s girlfriend she's a server Amina's Kai's girlfriend she a server uh, Sierra and Amina get into a fight and Kelsey stepped in another question when they showed this footage of this fight, it looked like they had security. So why did Kelsey step in? Like, what was her? Why was she felt like I need to be the one to break this I mean, up? I don't think people think about that sometimes. <laughs> you just react. No, like dead ass. You just be like, you just react. I don't even think you're concerned about if there's security or what. You're just reacting. So no one is speaking to each other. And now how if they don't speak to each other, how can they work together? On top of all that. Kirk has to go talk to his accountant about the finances. He's going to talk to the kids as well. Before we leave the scene, what did you think about Kirk's hair? Because he is, for some reason, growing hair. Did You, you didn't even notice it. It looked, it looked wild. I was like, why I are you... I didn't it's, low, it's still it. low, but you could tell he's growing. I was like, why are you... I never understood men who have been bald. Like, Deion Sanders did it too. Been bald, look uh, brown and lacquer, look good bald, and then was like, no, nah, I want hair. Here's the thing, because I know a lot of people during quarantine was growing their hair, but for those who were bald, like you're bald. Yep. How hard is it to shave your head bald? Oh, it's uh, well, it's not hard to do when I. I'm do like, it. correct me, I never did. This. So, is it yeah. do you shave your own head or do you go? Get no, I, I shave shaved my own head. Okay, so like, is it difficult to maintain a bald head? No, it don't. It's th- th- it's not difficult. As far as like the time it takes to shave your head, it doesn't take long to shave your head. Your hair does grow back, and it's the most it's the 
the most annoying part about being bald. I'm like, man, being bald would be so great if my hair didn't grow. If it's just a stayed, but like after a week, like if I don't if I don't shave it, my brother be like, oh, you growing your hair? I'm like, no, I'm not growing my hair back. I, I promise y'all, I'm gonna shave this. That's the only thing. It's that's but but it's not once it, once I do it, I'm like. I can shave my head in 10 minutes. Why the hell do I just do this every That's two days? What, like, why, why do I keep playing I around with this? I think it's different for those who were, they had maybe a low cut or a little bit of hair and that was their style. Yeah, he was, and you yeah. couldn't go to the he shop. He basically had a ball Caesar. Yeah, and you, don't, you can't cut your own hair. You weren't going to the shop. So your hair was just growing and growing and growing. And then you get to a point, you be like, my hair's grown out. I might want to rock this for a little bit. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. You didn't think it was a thing. I get that. But the people that was bald, it wasn't like it was hard for you to stay bald. No, it wasn't. All right, we're going to meet Amaretta the Great. What did you think about her? Um, <laughs> this is the one who had beef with her mama. The first time we meet her, she Okay, go, she um, go, her she, southern accent is very strong. I love uh, it. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> I was like, the rest of these Atlanteans, Atlant- well, well, they don't sound like her. Well, yeah. So then they were probably black. She's from the country. But, uh, yeah, she's, right? She, she's, I loved it. You know I love a southern accent. I loved I just wanted to listen to her talk. Um, accent yeah. should be the first thing they study because I remember I remember going to school and this was a thing and it, it started with school where I started to notice this right I never I, re- I think only my freshman year I dated a girl at East the rest of the girls I talked to were at West right I thought those girls were cuter right and then <laughs> when I got when I got older and we were on the PL I realized that um People in the city were dating girls in the suburbs and, and vice versa. Girls in the suburbs. They, and I'm like, but y'all in the city, y'all got access to all sorts of, and the same thing with, you know, how we like, oh man, a Southern accent, cute, or New York accent. They like, that's nothing. Yo, yo, Chicago accent is cute. Or this California accent. You be like. So wild. Yeah, we, things we're not around, we want. We're yeah. like, yo, that's dope. I'm always <laughs> or UK accents. Because, like, oh. <laughs> I'm always laughing because, um, I have this one friend, like, I hadn't talked to him on the phone in a while. He's not from here. He's from Philly. And so we finally got on the phone. We were talking. And he was like, yo, you so Chicago. Like, dang, I ain't talked to you in so long, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's so funny. Because not only, like, two weeks ago or so, I was hanging in a Chicago neighborhood full of Chicago people. And the dude was like, where are you from? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And in my head, because you know, when you say that, you like South Side, West Side, East yeah. Side, North Side, what block is that? Neighborhood, like, you know. And so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm up the street, 10 minutes, like South Side. He was like, oh, Chicago? And I'm like, uh, yes. He was like, I did not think he was from here. And I was like, the freak does that mean? And so apparently, I mean, I don't really sound like I'm from Chicago. And I always laugh because I'm like, when I hear other Chicago people, I really do be like, when did we start talking like that? Because I don't I don't talk like that. When uh when uh I was young, when I was young, I was in high school, there was there was some girl I was talking to, and I guess she stayed out in the city, or she she was in the city a lot or whatever. I just remember she came over at my house with her cousin and she asked me, you know, it was our first time talking to something like that, like Yo, are you from Chicago? Whatever. And her cousin's like, look at him. He does not look like he's from Chicago. <laughs> I was like, I don't. She's like, no. I was like, all right. She's like, you do not look like no, that. No, that's the thing, though. Attire will tell you, like, no, they're from the burbs. They're from the east side. They are definitely from the west side. Like, it, it's a thing. And I the funny, that. Yeah, the funny thing was when I told him, like, oh, my parents are you from the... People act like we just, like, 
five different states in one. Yeah. I told them my parents are from the South. And the South is the only place where I get misidentified as my cousins. Like, from the back of my head, they're like, you guys all look like. I'm like, we do? Like, me and my cousins, because of one side is 10 kids and the other side is nine kids. And you like, it's rare that you look at your cousins and be like, we look like each other? I guess. Like, I honestly feel like I don't look like any side of my family, per se. Like... I, to me, I look more like my mother, like, but my mother. I don't feel like I look like my cousins. And then my dad's side, I'm like, I don't see no parts. <laughs> I am my mother's child. I don't know what to tell you. But I, I feel like in general, I don't look at my cousins. Like, the only people who look like me are my nephews. Me, yeah. my nephews, my brother, my, we look like a family. <laughs> I will say that a lot of, especially the males in my family, we are about the same complexion of brown. I will give us that. I'm like, oh, yeah, we are the same shade of brown. Yeah, um, my dad's side is the dark skin side. And then my mom's side the is light. the light skin side. So, again, I got all of my mom's features on this side. <laughs> uh, Amaretta the Great stopped at Streets 94.5. I feel like this is the only station that VH1 or Love & Hip Hop has a deal with in Atlanta. I was like, don't they have a hot? Don't they got a V103? Why, why do we only go to I feel to like every city has a... V103 and it's funny because I you know you come from different places to me V103 is like old school adult contemporary adult contemporary and then when you go to other cities for the most part it'd be like R&B and hip hop yep Uh, she said she meets with Ferrari Simmons and Sue Solo she has no management and whenever she did you know try to talk and get a team together they want to change her style she's like I'd rather rock sneakers than heels and um respect that. Ferrari gives her this compliment and I get I get Amarada Amaretta is young. This is not a good compliment to me unless I get your background. He's like, "Yo, I've always said you one of the best rappers I've met." Who who have you met? Cuz bro, if you only met some trash people, this is not a good compliment to me. Like who else have you met? So there's a couple of things I peep. I am not mad at a chick that like that wear sneakers. I date I'm married to a woman who rocks sneakers more than she rocks heels. Um but two things stuck out here. She was rocking Tommy Hilfiger, which I'm not judging. I just, I did you really? just You was really white paying attention to stuff. And this is I was why. just really listening. This is why. Because she turned around and had a meet and greet for a CD signing. And I said, what? Who, what? Wait, where are these people putting the CDs at? Like, where listen, I get it. <laughs> I get it that, yeah, this for a new single, Do Too Much. And I was like, well, your cars might still have the CD player. And I was like, this, is this her not grasping? Because I was like, I guess a team would do better. Because I was like, well, they still do meet and greets. People still do this. But I'm like, I don't think they do CDs. Now, you could oh. do, you could do um, like a little flyer with your page, picture on it. You sign that. And then mm-hmm. if, you, if you pay, because you got to pay for that CD, I'm like, it will give you a link to iTunes or Google Play so you can have the track and put it in your life. I'm like, but <clears throat> you, you wasted money on printing up CDs? Like, all right. So, yeah, that's definitely a waste. I remember um, going to the gas station one time and this guy was like selling his CDs. <laughs> and he came and he was like, yo, mom, you want to like buy a CD? I was like, baby, what am I going to play it in? Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, I was like, you got it streaming somewhere? Because I mean, but at that point, you don't make no money, right? Like, I get you trying to sell your CD. And he was like, um, you don't have no CD player. I said, baby, what 20 anything car has a CD player? They literally don't even make these anymore. And even, <laughs> and, even, 
even if you did, do you want to carry CDs in your car? No, it's I'm like just, I can just I plug my, phone, get my in. phone and keep it pushing. Bluetooth, anything. But I, he was like, "You can give me whatever you want for the CD." Like I ain't even tripping. I gave him like two dollars. There you go. And I had, and I can't. I said, "Oh, you got cash app, but you out here selling CDs." Yeah, makes no sense. Makes sense. She took the year of 2020 off dealing with COVID and everything else. Young baby Tate stops by. They are cool. And she invites Amaretta to the studio. Or I guess a studio session because it looked like, well, no, because young baby Tate was in there first and Amaretta did stop by. Young so, baby Tate. We need some nicknames. It's just so much to say. I know. Young baby Tate. How does this work for your SEO? <laughs> All right. Yandy and Mendeecees are in Kentucky with Until Freedom fighting for justice for Breonna Taylor one year and it's on the one year anniversary of her murder they hold a press conference to get accountability for the officers who killed Breonna Taylor they are in the exact same they are in the exact place that Yandy was arrested twice Mendici getting arrested is a fear which should be Linda Sarsour I hope I pronounced Mendici is sweet I'm like babe I'm gonna support you from here Mm -hmm. because I can't afford to get because they're not thinking when they arrested and, you know, arrested you at these protests. You could have just been out there and not did anything. And they yeah, could have arrested you because you're part you of the crew. And you finna risk your freedom for that? No yeah. shade. You know what I'm saying? Like, I obviously want justice for Breonna Taylor. But Mendeecees didn't have to be in attendance. Let's just be honest. He didn't. So they're outside of Tom Wine's office. I forgot to write what his connection may be. Uh, a lawyer, attorney general, circuit, city, court, circuit comma or city I didn't mean to say circuit city the rest in peace <laughs> renewed calls for justice Brianna's mom Tamika Palmer says you know you've seen us cry you've seen us march you've seen us, but we're not divided about what we want and there's <clears throat> and there's going to be a rally on Saturday that's right alright <clears throat> we go back to Atlanta because we don't believe we can get we can we can discuss this rally later because they go two or three times and I almost want to almost believe that Yandy is on this season because she is the one that did this as far as people on that cast. I know Jock shows up mm-hmm. and Cardi shows up and they wanted mm-hmm. to capitalize on this because I was like, mm-hmm. huh, okay. So Erica Mena's older sister, Lisa, is in town. She tells her sister about her troubled marriage, dealing with Safari's issues. Lisa tells her she got this and asks about a doctor appointment. She shows her the ultrasound. Erica doesn't know how to feel about being pregnant and thinks Safari might leave her. She, so she says this in her talking head, and she uh, she does tell her tell her sister this later. But that sentence about yo, I think he might leave me for a for a, I was gonna say woman, mm, but married deep. woman to even mm-hmm. utter that line, mm-hmm. I'm like that is. Does you did you see what you? Like, I'm pregnant. I'm supposed to be happy that I'm pregnant, and I think my husband might leave me leave because me I'm because I'm pregnant. Yeah, that is wild to me. And what you know, what sucks about that too, though. Like I'm assuming. I'm gonna be honest. I'm assuming that you it's clickbait right so for the trailer for next week they got it looking like safari finna be hella pissed i don't really think he's gonna be pissed i think he's gonna be like oh it's a boy i'm excited you know like cool you probably didn't want another kid but i think they're making it i think they're setting it up for us to believe that he's gonna be like what the fuck now is it gonna come eventually i yeah, think yes but, it probably but won't i don't be. think his genuine his reaction is going to be like oh my god i can't believe you're pregnant yep so 23 weeks, two days. The baby is due in less than three months. She is not prepared. The due date was July 8th. Is July 18th because that's ahead of where we're recording it. But we know the baby's here already and she's been 10 days in NC, NICU. Uh, you. Uh, still getting, she still was getting her period. So she did an annual checkup and that's how she found out she was pregnant. She vents about her fear. That's wild though. Like, 
Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. I can look at uh, Erica and tell she had like weight on her, but you're still getting a period, so you probably just think you gaining weight just in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't have no breast soreness. You're not sleeping longer than usual. But I'm like, you probably not because if you're doing all the work. You waking up regardless. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because you have to because you're doing it by yourself. And remember she says in there, she said, I was so focused on my marriage, I wasn't paying attention to my body. Mm-hmm. So she was like, so she wasn't even like noticing those little things that you were bringing up or probably other things. And she was just like, I'm trying to get my husband to communicate and we'd be on a better page. And I realized she was pregnant. Her sister relates to being you alone. That was so crazy. Go ahead. Before you continue. Um, what was it? A couple of days ago, I was scrolling through the Instagram and I think there was like a clip of Safari like out in Jamaica just mm, living his living best, his best life. life. And I had never been so disgusted. And I was really like, I don't have no nothing against Erica. Or no, I know a lot of people just don't like Erica Men in general. Like, I ain't got nothing against, but like, don't nobody deserve no shit like this. Like you really out here just not giving to and in 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 his defense, in his childish, childish mind, I feel like he's gonna be like, but a baby, what am I supposed to do? Are they going to yeah. make a difference or not? I, like, I yeah. feel like that would be his response. But that is besides the point. Your baby is preemie. He is here before he was supposed to be here. He is in the house. He cannot go home. Yeah. And a lot and of babies don't make it during that time. And your ass is out here on the island making videos and stuff. Like, what? It's a wild Ooh, boy. Oh, Erica, you got my heart, baby. Because I don't know. Her sister relates to being alone during a pregnancy. She says women are resilient and to pray for Safari. That seemed like a very real scene. It I did. That one. All right, Mr. Frost. Here comes a scene. <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> so he goes and visits his accountant. His accountant said, listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. You in the red a little over a million dollars. He said, uh, he said, let me take this mask off so I can tell you how broke you are. And so <laughs> he did. Though. I want you to. I want you to be able to read my lips while I tell you how broke you are. So then he gets. He gets into some detail. Listen, you got to appreciate an accountant who goes over your your finances with a fine tooth comb. He says, mm-hmm. "Yo, the bistro has a lot of spoilers. You need a better inventory system." Mm-hmm. Kirk just like goes into this spiel about, "Yo, I see drinks floating, and I I see I and uh and we see the kids working at the restaurant." Um, and uh, uh he's like, he said, um. He said, I see drinks flowing. I think the kids should be extra eyes watching the product. Fine. If he left it there, cool. Then he tells the accountant about the fight. And I wanted the accountant to say, sir, this is a Wendy's. Like, what are you, what are you doing? This has nothing to do with me. Like, why do Come I care on. about you? And like, So he's like, then he's like. That ain't contributing <laughs> to the reason you are in a whole million dollars. Yeah, that is yeah. the fact that I have poor management and unprofessional ass Exactly. Like, Yo, let's the- worry about this money. All right, okay? let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, but this, I put this out because we know we have a lot of land listeners, right? Who is, well, I was watching this yesterday, like the first part, and I ended up watching it this morning to take the notes. And Sarah says, does everybody in Atlanta have a restaurant, right? Throw it out as a joke. My question is, Atlanta, do y'all have food trucks? Because I feel like, man, some people should just start with the food truck, and when the food truck take off, do yeah, the restaurant. Get you a restaurant. <laughs> like, That's actually very smart. Yeah, I was like, oh, they should maybe they should have started there. He was like, listen, we got a staff meeting. I'm gonna fix this. And the counter did say, look, I think you can recover from this, but he should counter should be like, fam, that one fight is not the reason why you are over a million dollars. So then Jock gets to Kentucky. Uh, he says, Brianna's story is troubling. You can be sleeping in your own home and lose your life with no justice. He meets with my son in Mendeecees. 
He admires my son's work and brings up the no-knock warrant that's got uh, instituted into Kentucky law, which I appreciate that law. I just wish in America that we were more proactive than reactive because we could have did. She didn't have to lose her life for that law. Like you guys could have went and got her the next morning, you know, or went to that house the next morning, but you did in the middle of the night, which makes, all right, whatever. My son explains he didn't plan to this, his, uh, he didn't plan this, being an activist. Tells the story of being in jail seven years, seeing seven, uh, kids 17 and 18 getting 40 years, while white people doing the same crime getting less time, and that changed his focus. He's officially a grandfather now, and he wants to put his kids and the next generation in the best position. And they missing when they was like, Mendeecees, if we see the police, we're going to push you to the side, brother. Like, we don't want you to get in any trouble. Any thoughts on this scene? No? Mm. <laughs> Studio talk, Amaretta and Young Baby Tate talk music. Tate is going to L.A. to work and see see a boy, a man, Guap Dead 4000, who wants to be a player, but she said he's a nerd. And she meant that lovingly. Listen, yeah. man, shout out to the woman who love nerds. Because right, yeah. there'll be, some of these dudes be breaking their neck to, neck to be super cool. And I'm like, bro, you can read your little comic books, be into computers, and still still get you a girl. It, it, you'll be all right. get you, yes. Um... What I say? Oh, 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 Moretta. I wrote, oh, I was like, who? Had a lot of up and down with her mom, who used to manage her. And um, her business was, she felt her mom put her business on the back burner uh, due to a man, plus she had childhood issues. And she didn't feel bad for firing her mama. And that's that's where we end with that. But then she will get to Taco Tuesday. All right, Carly, <laughs> Carly arrives. They visit the Muhammad Ali Center. They have dinner to bring everyone together. This is the Until Freedom crew. Uh, we see Muhammad Ali's son, Sean Ali. Um, he's thankful. Brianna's mom, who is strong uh, and honest, is not ready for tomorrow. She tells Jock that. And my son reminds them, Brianna, uh, that even though Brianna died, for, I mean, got killed. I'm not going to say died. Uh, it brought all these people together. And then, you know, I always think about that too when I think of like Floyd and Brianna, and I'm like, you had to die, uh, unfortunately, or get killed for this to happen. Yeah. And then not even be able to witness it happen. No, you didn't get, you, you, know, you had no, you had no you idea no- <laughs> that, that would ever happen. Like, one, that you would be killed, and then the, the people would gravitate to you like that, to your story. Mm-hmm. And Brianna Mar recounts Kenny, who I believe had to be the boyfriend, calling her to tell her Brie had been shot and killed, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, I yo, couldn't imagine. I know. Because w- watching that scene, you'd be like, man, Brianna Mama Tamika's a little trooper and all this and you be like but damn y'all keep like yo man is she dead though they killed her right and her mama just gotta sit there and like yeah my daughter's yep and then she talks about the story and it's like whew and to have to keep going I through know. it cause you have to tell this story over and over and be at every protest and just mm-hmm. keep reliving and reliving and do you ever and of course I don't you never get over the loss of any family member child whomever but like how do you continue? Because a part of me feels like I don't want to do this no more. You understand? Like, no, I understand the get justice part, but I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of having to say and, the same speech or retell, relive and retell this story and just how it affected me. And I don't want to do it anymore. And, and the wild part about it is where people, you know, there's some people, not saying a lot of people, a lot or the majority of people are, you know, they get excited. Or they're 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 they they're happy that 
when the city cuts this big ass check and I always be like, hey, be half happy because that's your money. Um, and she got the, like the largest payout and, you know, she could either do these protests or go live the rest of her life. Right. With the money. But how do you even do that when you're right. well, like, so, and then what I mean is if she's in this big house, if she's on this island, she's still going to be like, my daughter would love to be here. I wish I can call yep. my daughter and tell her about this view And this. Yep. Every time she spent that money, it's her, her daughter's not here. It's like, Yep. How do you get happy with any? You either fight or you or you relax, but you really can't relax the way yeah. you want to. Uh, where we at? We at, oh Taco Tuesday. All right. So I love you know what I, <laughs> I like about well, as soon as I saw this scene, I was like, yo, black people we don't make traditional tacos, but black people tacos are so good. And they're probably so fucking <laughs> high in sodium and shit, but it'd be <laughs> so fire. Yeah, you know, Mexican people come over and they're like, this is not. I know, but this it's good. Not how this goes, I eat Mexican but... tacos too. We got tons of Mexican restaurants, but yo, sometimes I make them at the crib, and I'm like, yo, this is so good. Um, <laughs> her mom is over, and they talk. Uh, I think her mom's name is Akila. Akila finds out. Akila's upset about finding about um, uh, Amaretta news on IG, and she said, "You fired me, and you dissed me on a track." And Amaretta says, "Listen, I put my pain on songs, and you put a man before us, and." Akila denies that and she calls her spoiled and stubborn. And Amaretta was like, yo, that man was disrespectful and abusive. And her mom was like, I'm not, you never lying. I'm like, so what's, what are we doing then? So <laughs> then, so then Amaretta says, like, she says, yo, Amaretta, you've been hurt your whole life and you lost your dad at one. And she's like, yeah, but that's not the reason why. She's like, no, she, she didn't even say that. Amaretta tells us in her talking head, her dad died when she was one. Uh, her mom said, like, you've been hurt all your life, and I couldn't give you your father. So that's one of the reasons why. Long story short, Akila won't admit her fault, so they're not going to fix anything. And I hate stubborn people. I, and yes. I, I hate that. I hate the phrase because nobody likes stubborn people, but that just irks me. Like, fam, you know you what, what? What does it, why does it hurt you to be, to acknowledge that you're wrong? Why does it, like, just, oh, Lord, that was my dad. You know what? It took my daddy so long. I promise you. It had to be maybe a year or two before he passed, before like we were able to actually sit down and he was like, eh, yeah, I was kind of wrong for that. Like, dude, you could have said this 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, You know what I think it comes down to? I saw this quote and I tweeted it about three or four months ago. Everything you think isn't right. And a lot of us believe right or wrong. And what I mean by right or wrong is if you think you're a bad person, you you think yeah, I am a bad, or you think you're a good person. You think you're, think you you're believe that. Person, yeah. So once you start getting in your head, well, everything I think is right. It's hard for you to admit fault. Cause you're like, no, I no, I, this is right. You're the one that's wrong. Cause and then, it'd be the, it'd be the not hearing other people out for me. Like yeah. if I could give you why this doesn't make sense, or at least let you see a different perspective on something. How can you can't be like, I see where you're coming from. But from my point of view, this was the best decision or this was the best move or this is what I, you know what I'm saying? But they just be like, no, nope. everything I say is golden. Yeah, This is the truth. You. That's my brother. Well, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to argue with my brother so much and now I just be like, mm-hmm, you got it. You got it. Because right. it is like talking to a brick wall with a person who cannot hear other people's opinions and perspectives. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that. I feel like once once we get to a certain point, I, it just you either because certain people you can't cut out your life, obviously, but then it's just like, oh, I know you not can to cut have everybody these. Out your life. 
Can't well depending on when. It's like if you if you and your kids are arguing before they're eighteen, I can't cut my kids out of my life. Like there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, uh, you can you probably shouldn't, but you can. <laughs> I, I mean, I that's as, honest. A, as a man, if you have kids that you don't live with, you men do that. As a man who live with, uh, as a man or a parent that live with your kid, it'd be hard to for you to cut. You'd be like, yo, when you're eighteen, you you can you get out of here. All right, we got um this family meeting. Thank you, asked the foster care. Show. That's why I'm just, just proving a point that you can literally cut anybody out of your life. I wonder, can you? Can you? I take... don't want you no more. Why? Because do like, I don't I think cannot? there's. I don't think there's late stage adoption. <laughs> like I don't know if you can do that. I wonder. I mean, now listen. You can. I guess if you want to be an asshole, you can do some things to get the kids taken away. But I don't think you can just be like, yeah, she's twelve and she getting on my nerves. Y'all can take her. I'm like, like man, I <laughs> no longer want to be a parent. Y'all let us know. Um, Please. So, I'm giving my baby up for adoption. Kirk says, do not tear the business down by fighting. Well, I've emptied out my savings for this. I said, Kirk, again, why did you empty out? You still have a little one that you gotta. You might have to put through school. You got a couple of little ones. What? You, I hope he didn't do that. But okay. Um, he says he got kids. He got grandkids and his own lifestyle to maintain. He addresses favoritism. After the after the fight, Kelsey and Sierra were left off the schedule, and Kai and Amina were are still working. And I don't get what he says. He said Amina was Amina was expo. I don't know what that means. I worked in Russia. I don't know what that means. And he Me said neither. they got to work because they were short staffed. Kirk and Rashida feel the the bistro is ruining relationships. And Kai, speaking of stubborn. Isn't changing for no one. They argue over being cordial, which is a wild argument. Like, yo, why we can't be cordial? Like, wait, what, what are we? Uh, all right, are we gonna do cordial now or after we get done with this? Sierra denies playing yeah. the victim role, and that's when Kai walks off. Kirk follows him. Um, doesn't want them to argue. He tells Kai, "I don't want y'all to argue. I want you to be tight with your siblings." Kai say, "I didn't ask to be manager." They come back. Well, no, before they come back, Rashida calls this stressful and tells them to make it work. And then when they come back, Kirk tells everyone, if anything else happens, whoever started it will be gone. How long? Uh, everybody's getting fired. They should, Listen. You, Everybody is getting fired. Duh. Here's what they should have did. Real talk. If you really want to hire your family. And this is the weird thing, too. It was like, if for, for, for one, Kirk and Rashida hiring them. Two, why do the kids act as if they have other options? Because it seems as if, like, if y'all parents didn't put y'all in this position, y'all want to be working. Yo, how we didn't get an update on Kirk Jr. in his little jail situation? Wasn't that him who had the gun in the car where he was driving? That was, like, last season. I don't know what happened with that. I mean, I don't even remember. I this. know. <laughs> he got caught. He was, like, driving some girl home or whatever, and there was a, a gun in the car. And that was that was last season's like, you know, they called him and, you know, trying to handle that situation, but never got back to it. Hmm. Uh yeah, the kids act like, yo, like if they lose this restaurant, what are those three kids gonna be doing? Like Kelsey, remember she was an, an a D Lo artist, wasn't that the name of the label? And wasn't she also <laughs> working at Rashida's shop? Y'all got the most job opportunities. Yeah, I forgot about that. When they when she said it, I was like, "So does she still work at um, at press and work at the restaurant?" After your work ethics at press, why do I want you working here? I got questions. So, or, or did Kirk and Rashida hire their family so they could be cheap, like save some I mean, money? Are you or save paying some money? them less? Because yeah, then that's they, like illegal. 
Yeah, but, how does this work? <laughs> no matter who you pay, I mean, how much would you got to pay them the price that they, you know, period, right? But but like, what is a, what is a starting manager salary salary at you know a restaurant in Atlanta versus? And to me, I would never. I honestly, I don't think I would. My kid would have to go have a regular ass job somewhere else to prove to me that you can do this before I can before because people get comfortable when it's the people they know. That's the thing too. Like you got the separation between church and state has to be so real. Like yo, I'm telling mm-hmm. you this as your boss, not your dad. And when we get off the clock, Megan, you could be cool and kick it or whatever. But right now, I need you to do this because then because but but a kid still has to remember a kid has to forget that when I was young, you came at me this hard as my dad. So it's like it's just it gets messy when you do this. But mm-hmm. kudos to them. So we get to this rally. Tons of people are out there. Portia. So does this take? Does this mean that Real Housewives takes place in the same universe as Real as Love and Hip Hop? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is a crossover. Both Atlanta, you know, everybody knows each other in Atlanta. <laughs> so Portia Wilson speaks. Uh, William speaks at this rally. Jock speaks. Uh, tells them to keep fighting. Yandy speaks from a mother's perspective and black women and how black women are afterthought. Um, they start walking towards police, and Yandy warns Mandisi's he may have to move to the side, but she is happy that Mandisi's is out there with her. She said, "Quote: When I see him, it makes me feel like I picked the right man to marry. Good for them." Good for them. Yo, they really, you know what I don't like you to, I don't, and I get it that everybody doesn't follow the show after the show, but I know that Yandy and Mendeecees have not been arrested. So I didn't like when they show the police and they give us that dramatic, like, yo, are the police going to arrest them? Or like, what's going on here? And then the police just stepped out the way. I was like, no, don't do that. Don't, don't play with everybody's heart. Like, oh, they're going to get arrested. Next time on Love and Hip Hop, uh, young baby Tate. <laughs> mm-hmm, I had to remember mm-hmm. these names. Has a first date and then some some trouble in paradise. Yo, can we? I really when they got to this next time, I was like, Yo, Yandy really moved to Atlanta, and I forgot she had a foster daughter. So Infinity is coming to Atlanta, and Mendeecee's like, Yo, where's she gonna stay? Cause I'm not gonna be on eggshells, and I think it has to do with him on parole or something like that. And he maybe I think that's what it has to do with. And they have a little talking to Lamar Odom shows up and Safari gets a surprise. So that's all next week. And speaking of surprise, surprise, let's get Safari surprise. Let's get into news and rumors. All right, let's pull up some of this because right when you thought that what's her girl name, Erica Mena was like our friend. <laughs> she got into some, some, some BS. So Erica Mena is accused of trolling ex since Santana under a fake Instagram page. Who has the time for this? What? Why? What? Yes. So, this is from the Jasmine brand. We know they really work closely with Love & Hip Hop. Has Erica Mena been leaving negative comments on her ex since Santana's uh, under a secret page? It appears that way. Social media page at Glock Topics with a Z. Pointed out via Twitter that Erica Mena has been making comments about Sin Santana for years. So I guess it's not because my head was like, you know, you're pregnant, you're going through some things. So maybe this has been going on for uh, according to them for a while, which would make more sense. Erica Mena got caught, uh, got caught because she now uses the same Instagram page. Oh, she a goof. Um, It's called at Legend Brains for her newborn son, but never deleted the old remarks she allegedly made about her ex. So they posted that Erica Mena 
has been leaving comments. Da, 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 da. All right. I was trying to see if we could see the comments. The page name was Gunner. She changed it to Legend Brains and then leave. So in one of the tweets and questions, Elerica allegedly under allegedly wrote, who cares? You quote, you must really be stuck on stupid to even think that Erica needs sin for a headline. Sin can't make a headline unless she's dating someone. That even her so-called music made a headline. So this must have been in the past year or two, because when she started making music, I believe. So I wouldn't think it was when, what's her dude name? Cisco was working with her. Uh, then she said, just say your sin at this point. Oh, she was arguing with somebody. All right. The whole thing just don't even make sense because didn't Erica and Sam like make up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I ain't saying FFs, but cool to say, like, I don't have and, no issues with you. And she, yeah, she invited her to the wedding. I was like, right. People, <laughs> are, the people, the energy y'all got. That's just weird. I don't have the time, man. Like, people living y'all here rent free. I don't rent have the time to do this. Free. Like to make up a fake page and be like, yo, such and such is trash. It just come out the blue. Like to me, it, it would take too much work to make it that look like it was me. I'm like, yeah, I got to talk shit about three or four people. <laughs> that has no, I got to talk about the one person who has a connection to me and then like four or five others who don't. So nobody leads it back to me. Then Trick Daddy, I don't know if you saw this video. He got into this. Why? Alter- what he done did now? He got into an altercation with a woman outside the club. Um, he told the woman, so in the woman, like they're, they're outside the club and he appears to put his hands on her, like trying to hold her down or whatever. And I was like, what are you doing? He says, don't try me. I don't fucking play. Who are you? Uh, he may trick back on the stuff. He might be. The woman in the altercation wrote on Twitter, a nigga paid my way, watched me the whole time in the fucking club. And when we left, expected something in return. He's too old for that. And I was nowhere near this bitch in the club. I, well, why am I not surprised? He was watching right up you know why that sounds right up trick daddy's uh because of how he approached april this makes perfect freaking sense to me yeah he that said, man is a grown-ass boy yeah he was watching a bitch from the other side she added laugh my ass off fuck trick and fuck whoever else got a fucking issue with it a bitch don't see that shit was $20 to a bitch that don't need the shit don't fucking play with me so he paid $20 for her to get in the club and some drinks and was like yeah, I'm getting some pussy off this. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was about that was really it. There well, was a... one more recent news and rumor. Oh, go ahead. Because we ain't talked to I know, I know we said we ain't going too far back with people, but Miss Hazel Evie Board, right? Oh Lord. What's she so, do? <laughs> he got on the 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 Twitter, not the Twitter, the Instagram, and threw shots at another former member of the Love and Hip Hop crew, Miss Cardi B herself, right? Oh god. And she goes, the girls are fans. She posts a picture of herself with a pretty pink princess dress, somewhat similar to the one that Cardi B for culture that Cardi B wore for Culture's birthday, and insinuated without saying Cardi B's name that the girl stole her daughter's birthday idea because prior to Hazel E had a princess party for her daughter. She said, "Oh, it's the originality." for me and it's only three weeks ago that she had this party and all my princesses were black and down to the dog the dress the color the theme and in my head i'm like first of all hazel no one's thinking about you okay and i don't mean that to be but like i don't envision cardi sitting around like one following you and then zoom to be like hey 
let me steal Hazel E's birthday idea as if people cannot have the same idea for a birthday party. You, How many people have had princess parties for their exactly. kids? Freaking rodeo parties and, and cartoon character themes and Spider-Man. Everybody has the same idea. Are you mad because she probably did it on a bigger scale? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, the are girls you are fans. mad or you feel sad? Like, why? Why? Like, why? Why are you pressed about this? I would have told her, but like, okay, great minds think alike. I see you, hey, I see you, Cardi. We did the same thing, sis. Somebody said, I'm sorry. Also, why would you make this big party for a one year old? Yeah. This culture probably going to remember her birthday. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't even like Cardi B, but you know how bitter and love deprived you have to be to find hatred and competition in a three year old's party. <laughs> like, like seriously, she just want her name back out there, man. I think a lot of people just be like, "Yo, I gotta get my name back out here. Gotta do Let something. Let me do something. I need some attention. I need some buzz. I need something." Because yeah, when you when she did her party, probably nobody like it was. It didn't run, it didn't hit the blog. So now like, oh look. Link film, cut it out. All right. We got equal opposites coming up. I'm excited. Run the world. Season finale was good. I can't wait to talk oh, about that. I gotta that. watch it. I gotta watch it. I'm gonna watch it today. I Loki forgot. tonight. Uh, Why did I wake up thinking it was Wednesday? I got up early at like 6.15 today for no reason. Just woke up and I was like, well, since I'm up, I might as well watch Loki. And then I went to Dins and I was like, why is it not? And I was gonna be pissed. I'm like, did they have a nerd to skip a week? And so I was like, I'm not tripping. I went to go check the episode. Um, what you uh dates or whatever yeah. and it was like the 14th i'm like today is the 13th yeah oh, okay yep. all right uh hbo max new reality show i want to talk about this uh f boy island uh i want you to give us a little rundown on real housewives of potomac the new girl who got Ooh, so much Chile. uh oh, yeah. classic surgery uh, a new R&B group, the shy we could we could discuss oh, yes. that i'm not mad about this either uh-huh uh-huh um and then obviously the encore. If y'all not watching the encore, man, I don't know a what to tell y'all. Y'all wildin'. And my uh, random meetup with one of my favorite people. Yes. Yep. All that and more. All right. <laughs> on the next episode yeah. of Equal Opposite. <laughs> you can tweet me at one and all. You can tweet Shell. And sexy Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chat at Ivan's with the Z Shell. And I have been a lot more um um active on Snappy Chat lately. I've been trying, y'all. I've been trying. There you go. Make sure you follow the website, 1515 app. Check out other podcasts. Break review, subscribe, support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, bye.